welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Welcome back to another Deeply Rooted Devos. It's so great to be here. I'm sitting here with my friends, Carrie and Esther, and we started looking at Proverbs 31 last week with our guest, Janet Cron. And we began in the first verses, and today Esther is going to give us some devotional thoughts on the next section of this rather daunting but also encouraging poem about the woman of character. Thank you, Martha. Yes, and that was such um, a wonderful visit that we had with Janet last week. And so we want to just pick up where we left off. So I'm just going to ask you to get your Bibles and turn to Proverbs 31. And I'm going to read today from the New Living Translation. Uh, So we're going to start at verse 13 and we'll move to verse 24. So it says, she finds wool and flax and busily spins it. She is like a merchant's ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls. She goes to inspect a field and buys it. With her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She is energetic and strong, a hard worker. She makes sure her dealings are profitable Her lamp burns late into the night. Her hands are busy spinning thread, her fingers twisting fiber. She extends a helping hand to the poor and opens her arms to the needy. She has no fear of winter for her household, for everyone has warm clothes. She makes her own bedspreads. She dresses in fine linen and purple gowns. Her husband is well known at the city gates where he sits with the other civic leaders. She makes belted linen garments and sashes to sell to the merchants. Wow. So when I read this, uh, don't you find it's tempting to kind of roll your eyes and think, wow, that is completely unrealistic. But I'd like to look at this passage as an encouragement rather than a discouragement. So let's look at the first piece of this passage. Uh, It says, she finds wool and flax and busily spins it. She is like a merchant's ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up before dawn to prepare breakfast for her household and plan the day's work for her servant girls. So she is organized. That's, That's what I'd like to look at, the fact that she really has a plan for the day. But did you notice the very last piece? It says she she has servant girls, something that most of us don't have in today's society. And so um, I see that she provides food for her family and clothing. Uh, She gets up early before the rest of the household to prepare herself for the day. Um, But she's also got these women, or I would imagine women, doing things for her. So she's good at delegating. And so I think I I was thinking, how can we apply this to our lives in today's society? And I was thinking, you know, if you have children, what about giving them chores? Uh, Age appropriate, obviously, 
Um, but as soon as they're school age, they can start to do little tasks and chores and um, give them a sense of accomplishment and maybe teach them some lessons that they can build up upon. Today's age is just about busyness. We're all so busy, but it's not it's, it's, it's a thing to be busy, but not just the busyness, it's being organized and busy because there's so many moving parts in our society these days that may not have been around. They may have been different, but I, I, I just seem to think that life is busier in this generation, in this century, in this whatever we're in. Um, so it almost takes supernatural to be that kind of organized. You can get up at four in the morning, but Something's going to give if you're getting up at four in the morning. What do you think, Esther? Do you think four o'clock in the morning is like doable to like get all the things done that really happen in our, our day to day? Well, not unless you're going to bed at seven o'clock at night after dinner. So exactly. I know, <laughs> I know. exactly. Yeah, I think there's you have to look at your to do list and what is and prioritize it. Um, I remember when I had three small children and was working in my husband's business. And I remember thinking, this is my to-do list. And this is the number of hours in a day. And I honestly don't know how I'm going to accomplish it all. But I portioned out the things that were priorities and I put them on the top of the list. And I, I feel like taking a pen and check marking off as you accomplish each task for me and the way my brain works was a sense of accomplishment. And so it, it really helped me to be organized. And the other thing that we're talking about here too, about time management is the time for ourselves and being in God's word. So that has to also be factored in there. And if you don't actually plan for it, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. No. When I heard Esther read these verses, it is a little daunting but then I got thinking, what if any of the three of us or any of our listeners, if you would list everything you've done today for other people, it might sound a little bit like this. I think we're all busy women. And uh, the verse that came to my mind about that was, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord. Colossians 3, 23. And I think that's what this woman did. What she was doing may be very different than what we were doing. None of us, well, some of us might spin wool, but I certainly don't. But what we do do, we want to do it um, with organization. And then you can work heartily to the Lord. Then you can be um, excited about what you're doing and at peace. And, not, uh, and don't let your tasks overwhelm you be organized and maybe some things don't get done by the end of the day. That's okay. You know, I've heard it said, nobody's going to check in heaven whether the house was perfectly clean. I mean, what are those priorities? So I really liked what you said about that, Esther. And uh, yeah, I think that was good what you said there too, Carrie. I just think our day is so different, but mm -hmm. we can apply this to ourselves. Moving on to the next part of that passage in verses 16 to 18, it says um, she goes to inspect a field and buys it with her earnings. She plants a vineyard. She is energetic and strong, a hard worker. She makes sure her dealings are profitable. Her lamp burns late into the night. 
And so that reminds me that she is wise with finances. Um, she knows the importance of money and using it wisely. And um, this passage actually speaks to hard work. It speaks to having conscientiousness enough that we don't waste what we've been able to acquire. Uh, whether we work outside the home or not, there are ways to be smart. And just like Martha was referring to that verse, I really liked um, that Colossians 3.23, where it, it says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord. That changes the focus completely, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. If we're working as for the Lord and not just as a chore to be accomplished. But when you change um, your purpose of getting to your goal is just doing it because you love the Lord. Mm. It doesn't feel tiring anymore. It doesn't feel like you're trying to get across that race line. It feels like you're enjoying the run. Mm, exactly. And so the next part, um, it says uh, she puts her hands to the distaff. I'm not entirely sure what a distaff is. And her either. hands hold the spindle. She opens her hand to the poor and reaches her hands out to the needy. She's not afraid of snow for her household, for all her household are clothed in scarlet. She makes bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. She makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers, delivers sashes to the merchant. And so I, um, it, that reminds me that she is compassionate. Uh, this clearly shows this woman is uh, looking for ways to bless others all the time. She makes things for her household, the poor, the needy, her husband, beautiful pieces of clothing they, to keep them warm and to make them have dignity. Um, gone are the days where most of us sew our own clothes. Uh, but this reminds me that there are lots of ways of providing uh, compassion to those who are in need, even beyond our four walls. And maybe you know how to knit mittens for the winter, or perhaps you can make a batch of cookies for the elderly lady that is shut in. Or what about watching the sales and picking up a pair of slippers or a nice warm throw blanket and giving it to someone who just needs a reminder that they're special? So this is true virtue, actually, loving others more than ourselves. Any thoughts? Well, that really challenges me because I'm, I do tend to think of my family, but I wouldn't say I excel at preparing things for other people. And last year, I think it was, I prepared some meals and put them in the freezer so that I would have something to give away. And I think that's something I need to do again. So you're inspiring me here, Esther. I'm mm -hmm. just wondering, Esther, if you have a final challenging thought for us today. Yes, I do. I actually have a, a couple of questions that I've asked myself. And I would like to ask everybody that is listening, uh, what can you do better or even start doing to be a better employee who serves as unto the Lord? and not unto men. And perhaps how can you challenge yourself to be more focused on the needs of others this week? Are you crafty? Can you make something um, that would bless somebody? Um, what about making somebody else's heart glad today? Maybe just a phone call 
Or like Janet referred to last week, maybe it's just dropping by with them on iced coffee and a walk, something that blesses somebody else. So, you know, when we talk about time management and we talked about all of the things that this woman was accomplishing, I think it's possible for each of us to do something better in order to bless others, but also to bless the Lord's heart. So that would be my challenge to myself. How can I do better this week? Not be perfect, but just better. Thank you for that, Esther. Thanks again, ladies, for being here with us on Deeply Rooted. And of course, let's stay deeply rooted in Jesus. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ. Thank you.